Good evening to all of you here. Uh, this may be the first time you listen to our podcast. So hi, my name is Sofia and I am going to be the moderator for today with our special guest Alex and Defola. Alright, so as you can see, as the title says, what and why? Today we will dig into uh, the introduction of this club uh, and a little bit of the latest. Right? Interesting. Okay, so hi Alex and Defola. How are you? So uh, may good. you so maybe we can start with Alex first. Oh, me first. So, yeah. uh, hi, my name is Alex Shai. Uh, currently, final first taking IT, majoring in data science, data analytics. So yeah, I've been in this university for five years, and I'm also the current USC lead for Development Student Club UTP. So yeah, I mean that's pretty much me about me. You know, you'll find out more about me in the field, I guess. How about you, Daffy? Hi, alright, so my name is Dafola, you can just call me Daffy. Um, currently, basically, doing my master's, um, focusing more towards uh, sentiment analysis in terms of my research. Um, I, I was actually the ex DSCV, you know, in, in fact, I was the first DSCV in our university, and quite a lot of experience and a lot of things, and very glad for the current term, Alex, and of course, being Sophia being part of this uh, term. So, yeah. Alright, okay, nice. Now we already know a little bit of who the SC leads and very much looking forward to getting more from the league. Alright, moving on, a developer student club. What is the SC actually? Like, what is the purpose of this club and why was it being established in the first place? So, yeah, maybe How about you answer that, Daffy, since you established the club? <laughs> Alright, so uh, a developer student club is... Well, the purpose of the developer student club is to actually bridge the gap. The gap between the theory and practical of tech or any IT stuff. Because a lot of times, you know, when it comes to education in universities, it's always more towards the theory part and less of practical. So DSC basically in, bridges that to allow people or students, to be specific students, to actually learn more in, in pra- I mean, practically learn more. And this is basically a very uh, important thing in, in this society because when we go and graduate and we start working for a company, almost everyone basically is more towards what kind of skills do you have? Skills mm-hmm. that basically, to be specific, your practical skills, not the theory part. You may basically have a good foundation of theory, but are you able to change that to practical? That's also another thing. So, and, 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 uh, and, that's the whole purpose of this club, to bring students to actually to learn more. It's Yes, its main focus is actually more towards uh, Google-related services or dev tools, but it can go beyond that to actually enhance students and to work on our projects and to go bigger, you know, in terms of how we can do this as a community, working on open source projects. So that's one of the reasons why we actually had DSE actually, like, it's actually, it's actually a very good uh, initiative by Google and mm-hmm. definitely helped a lot of students along the way, which I wish that we could have that way back then also. <laughs> so that's me. Yeah. What about, do you want to anything else? Well, I mean, yeah, I mean, that's what uh, Google planned it to be. La, but to me, it's more like a way for us to actually get the community together in UTP because I would say the tech community in UTP is not as active as the engineering community in UTP because right. we are like a minor faculty, right, compared to the engineering mm-hmm. Right. And so like, a lot of people in the tech community that's actually very good in technical stuff, like making softwares, making programs, making their own websites and things. And there's also people who like, Maybe they are like the type of person that's like very good at this kind of stuff, but their classmates are not, right? Maybe their classmates are inter- interested in other things, right? So they don't really know who to share their knowledge, or like they want to talk to someone, like they want to be excited about new technology, right? They don't know who to talk to, right? So DSCUTP, Developers Don't Copy, is we plan to create a place for them, for them to like, oh, to be excited about something together with other people, you know, to share their stuff, you know, just to overall increase the community vibes of the IT faculty and of course help improve their technical skills. That's why we have a lot of activities. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean, that's what it means for me. Though. 
All right. Okay. Um. Actually, um. The reason why I joined the DSC in the first place is also because I find this club is very interesting, and actually I agree to Alex about regarding the platform and stuff because I've known a lot of UTP students that have that pool of talent of in you know programming in website uh, creating a website and stuff. But then UTP doesn't really have a club or a platform to that uh, for them to really show their skill. Yeah. So, um, why is DSC important for the students? Yeah. What What do you guys think? Uh, I guess I'll start first then. <clears throat> well, as I mentioned above earlier, lah, uh, DSC is more like a, I mean, it's it's a club, right? But I would say compared to a lot of the other conventional clubs in UTP, our club is a lot more relaxing in a way. Because uh, other clubs, some other clubs, I don't want to call names, but some other clubs are very strict with their rules, you know, of you have to do this, you have to do that, you know, like, oh, uh, you have a strict timeline, you have to do this, you have to do that, right? For our club, at least for my turn, <laughs> I try to make it a lot more relaxing, you know, where people are here because they want to be here, right? People are taking part in our activities because they want to be a part of the activities, right? They, they're here because they want to learn by themselves, right? I'm not going to force anyone to do anything. Because um, um, it's a community, right? community that everyone can just hang out and chill around but then of course uh the main goal of our club to create community or somewhere for everyone to actually improve together you know meet new friends you know who knows you might, might meet your best friends here even your soulmate who knows right or maybe you can just suddenly discover a new completely new programming language that you suddenly hooked onto right suddenly you discover something about what machine learning and then suddenly you be like oh shit I actually like machine learning so, little things like this. Like, there's a lot of things that you won't know until you actually do it. So, I mean, DSC is actually like a platform for people to actually find out about these kind of things. That's it. At least that's what I'm trying to do. So, what do you think, Nafi? I, 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 definitely, uh, I definitely agree with you uh, in that sense. Um, the reason why we actually and why this is important because like we don't actually really have a proper platform to showcase our skills and all that like just imagine that we have a group of students who are working on a open source project where each of everyone contributes to not to showcase their skills but to come up with an amazing project that can help the community and that's something basically it's amazing and i know that basically not a lot of clubs or other events they actually do such things so having this DSC, I agree with Alex that it's definitely one of the best platforms to actually showcase your skills and learn new skills and understand why do we do this and why do we do that. And also to, to uh, what do you call leverage on the platform for connections, network, because at the end of the day, you never know the people that you talk to or you communicate with. You never know they might help you with your own projects or help that you need. So yeah, that's why I do believe that it's very important for students. And best part is that not just technical students, it can be even non-technical who wants to learn about IT stuff. They can be part of it too. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, okay. So I read my hope uh, for the SE Club in the future is um, we I hope that we can, you know, attract more students to join our club so that right. our club can get bigger and we can have a bigger community just like the engineering you know right. community mm -hmm. uh, and i just hope that uh this uh this kind of person who like to develop website application programming and stuff they will find the right platform which is dsc to really really show their skills and talents right okay so as the uh dsc leaders right would you guys mind sharing a bit on what are the responsibilities of being a dscd like uh, anything you guys wanted to share with us today, like any hardship that you have faced before or any interesting story, you know, uh, maybe Duffy might have a bit of uh, different experience uh, in handling the club compared to Alex. And so, yeah, maybe you get you guys can share a little bit on that. Happy go for All right. So, <laughs> all right. So I would say there's a lot of uh, things that happened during my term. Um, obviously, the hardship that we have is trying to get a lot of students to come for this event and to to understand the reason why we're doing this. Because um, a lot of things, like 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 the, the the students in UTP are not really really practical driven. 
uh, I'm not saying that's a bad thing. It's just that we need to basically bring up this culture uh, more to UTP students to understand that hey, you know, it's not just the theory part; it's more towards the practical. Uh, yeah, during my time, a lot of hardships, like trying to make things happen. A lot of, uh, I mean, more towards the uh, university side on the things that. Uh, we could have done it faster, but we couldn't because a lot of procedures to adhere to, which I understand it's very normal. And I believe the fact, I believe it's the same thing for other students who were basically hosting DSC the first time in their own university. Um, during our time itself, we we actually had a lot of hardships because a lot of things that we want to do, it's very hard to make it happen due to like example SOPs that we had to follow. Um, but the responsibilities of being a DSC lead is trying to basically, as I mentioned just now, it's it's the same. Uh, it's basically the goal of DSC itself, trying to basically bridge the gap between practical and theory. That's basically our responsibility. Try to basically bring up multiple workshops that uh, we believe that students should know. Um, they might see it as advanced, but the workshops are mainly just basic, where allow students to actually understand and then know how to implement their own projects and. This kind of platforms, I do believe that it will also help out with the FIP projects because I knew a lot of students will develop their own projects, right? So eventually, learning about all of this will help them out. And our responsibility is also is to try to build a community where, um, where we, when it comes to sometimes when it comes when when there's sometimes where we need to solve a problem or uh, we need to like help each other out this particular platform allows it and as a leader uh we're supposed to make that happen um mm -hmm. allowing people to talk to interact to to work on problems solving together and you know mentoring each other as they grow as they go along because that's the whole point of a dsc um i understand that during this um, pandemic a lot of things are just virtual but i do also believe it makes there are a lot of tools out there which can be used to work together and make things happen um and the, the and there's no limits you know like we can have a face-to-face -face, but text deaf stuff text stuff you can easily do it online and um there are no limits it's just a matter of how you want to pull it off so I, I, I do believe that my experience is different. It's going to be, I mean, my experience is definitely going to be different from Alexa. I mean, he just started his term and and he was actually part of my term also. He was one of the core members. And um, we were talking a lot in terms of the things that, he, like, because it was our first, it was our first time doing this ESC thing. And uh, we learn the things that we shouldn't do and we should do and the things that we try to tweak. So definitely Alex's way of pulling this off is going to be different from our, I mean, my term. So that we don't see mistakes that we have, have I mean, that has happened. Um, I think that's a, basically about it from my side. I'll pass it to Alex and see what he wants to say. Alright, well, Alex, let's go. <laughs> uh, well, since I kind of started with I mean, before that, I was kind of in a lot of other clubs also, the yeah, either IT club in UTP. Uh, but then now it's being handled by someone else, right? So kind of, Daffy kind of like pulled me from that club in a way. He just like hit me up and be like, "Yo, you wanna be in this thing?" And I'm just like, "Why not, right?" And then like, the first the first time I think with Daffy is kind of difficult because we're starting everything from scratch, right? And like starting a whole new club is never easy. You have a lot of things to do. You need to, uh, you need to like, uh, what's the word? A lot of procedures, right? You have to do a lot of documentations. You need to find this, you need to find members, you need to do all these kind of things. It's, it's not easy, right? So like, during the last tenure, it's definitely a lot harder, I believe, than my tenure. Whereas for my tenure, things are quite easy compared to last tenure because I already kind of have everything settled down already the hard part so for me like my responsibility is just that to make this thing happen it's like i have all the resources right i have all the resources i have friends i have connections i have materials i have connections with management and all that kind of stuff i just need to make it happen right and since i'm the dsc it's kind of my responsibility to make it happen since um like you're the leader right that's like what 100 people below you 
that's in the club, for example. If I don't do anything, no one's going to do anything. The, the members are not going to do anything, right? It's like, unless you start something, you push them along, then everyone's just like, oh, okay, I'm kind of excited about this thing. I'm curious about it. I'm interested in this thing, right? Then everyone will just, just kind of do on their own, right? And my responsibility is also to make them feel welcome in the club, right? I don't want it to be, like, very strict. I know there are some clubs in UTP that I don't want to name. It's very straightforward. <laughs> like, straight. It's like a job, right? It's not really like a club. It's like a job. So it's like, a lot of people will feel very pressured. I don't I don't want that experience. I kind of make it relaxing, like a family kind of feeling. So like, even mm-hmm. like normal members will voice out what they want to do, right? Uh, even even a normal member can come out and tell me that I'm wrong. I don't mind. Like, that's just how it is, right? I might be wrong all the time, right? I'm not perfect, right? So if they tell me they're, they're wrong, then I'll just listen to them and and see their point of view, right? Then I can make changes accordingly, right? And that's my responsibility to make everyone feel welcome. And when people feel welcome, like this is not a job, this is just something that they want to do themselves from the bottom of their heart, they'll just do it, right? It's, I don't want to force people to do things because force work is usually bad quality. So, yeah, I mean, like, I'm just trying to make everyone feel welcome and just continue to build on this community and make, continue to make the community better. I know all these things are very hard to do in one year, right? And then there's going to be the next DSC lead, right? After I graduate. Then there's going to be the next DSC lead after that guy graduates, right? So it's just like, slowly but surely, we should be able to get become a big club, a big community that everyone wants to be in, right? And everyone wants to t- be part of this community then it'll be great. That's, I guess, my responsibility to do my part. Yeah. Alright, so Adafi and Alex, I believe you guys are come from the same team back then, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean, like, how small or how big were the team back then before? Like, it consists <laughs> of how many members back then? Go ahead, Alex. Uh, okay, the team, right? The core team, the whole core team, including, like, the committees and the lead, until the lead what that's um 10 7 8 7 so it's we like like right now we have departments right right now we have departments we have four departments and each department has their own exco and a uh, number of committees right but back then we only have like seven people and that's it that's the whole yes you can be and then like the is we were struggling right so the members were kind of inactive also because we failed to do anything in the beginning, right? But then slowly, of course, we picked up after that, like, near the end, when everything started coming down. So, like, comparing now and then, we actually, like, not be so outsized by, like, what, three, four times. Because, like, if I'm not wrong, we have, like, 30, 40 committees and four teams now in the club, right? So I guess that's, like, the change, like, I would say. Alright, okay, so moving on. So what are the benefits of being the DSC lead? Since it is also under Google as well, right? So yeah, maybe we can start with uh, Alex or Daffy. Alex. Go ahead. No, Alex. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, Benefits-wise, okay, since uh, we are kind of powered by Google, uh, of course, we can't simply do whatever we want, right? Because we're pairing Google's name in a way, right? Google developers. So... We have to follow a uh, certain set of guidelines that are not too strict. It's not 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 that bad, lah. I would say the guidelines. And of course, because of that, uh, we also are in connection with um, community manager from Google Developers. So, I mean, throughout that time, you can learn a lot of things, talking to him or talking to other DSC leads, right? making new friends, making DSC leads from other universities or other countries. Right? There's a lot of DSCs all around the world, even in the United States, right? So Malaysia, that's like around 20, I would say, or more or less. So the main benefit is that, first of all, it's a very good experience, right? You get to actually talk to people from Google developers, which is a very fun experience. And then you get to meet other DSC leads also, who who might have the same or very completely different uh, views on how a DSC should run. Right. For example, I met one of the DSC lead from another university. Like his way, his view on DSC is very, very, very technical. Like, everything is super technical, right? 
So for me, it's like more of a community-based kind of guy. So like mm-hmm. when we were talking, it's kind of like we have very different views, but then none of our views are wrong, right? We both respect each other's views and eat our stuff a lot according to each other's correct views. Stuff. Because they mention something that you might not think of, and then I mention something that might they might not think of. Then like being a DSC lead, you get to connect with other DSC leads. Right, and then you get to learn from each other. You get to see how things are there. You get to work together with each other, meet new friends, things, all these kind of things. And of course, you know, there you come with a lot of responsibility that you have to do, right? Because you don't wanna ruin the name of your university, right? Because you're carrying the name of AC University, UTP, right? Whatever I do, kind of reflects UTP. So I can't really like mess up in a way, you know, and. I, yeah, I mean, in terms of the question, um, hello, uh, can you get, can you guys see me? Yeah, yeah. Okay, awesome. Um, yeah, like the benefits of being a DSCD, I would say that um, obviously, uh, as uh, we do have like we do have access to Google Developer Resources, which allows us to basically bring into the community. Like even basically being part of this platform, um, if the internship time comes, there's a possibility where you can even apply for internship in Google. Not us, not just me, but even the members also. And yeah, it is, it is awesome. I'm not saying it's easy to get it, but um, it's worth a try if you really want to intern Google, especially uh, to be to be exact, actually Google Singapore because more towards tech. And in this, one of the other benefit is that as being a DSC, we do have like a lot of network uh, with other DSCs, um, you know, other universities, and anything who anyone who is actually part of the Google platform, um, like we have all those uh, professional Google developers out there and people who are working Google at the same time, so we can actually have connections with them uh, if we want to tap into that network, and. Um, yeah, uh, we are technically on the Google. Uh, just that, I'm not. It's not. It doesn't mean that we have all the access. It's just that what can we do and like the people we can talk to and stuff. But most of the benefits as mentioned, as already mentioned by Alex already, and just top up with mine. So yeah, that's just basically it. All right, that's great. Um, thank you. And I think for me, it is very beneficial for the students. Plus. Uh, you could gain uh, many experiences and that's what I am looking for at least because I I was looking very looking forward uh, more uh, for this club and I actually w- wanted to have you know maybe uh, I, I, I have this thought that maybe I can do internship at Google by joining this club and stuff but yeah we'll see in the future so who knows uh, the one listening to this podcast might want to be the DSC in the future right so may you guys share on what are the steps of becoming the DSC lead? Yeah. What was the question? Oh, it was You go ahead, like you, you answer that question. <laughs> okay, I mean like previously we talked about the benefits, right? I mean like you know, I'm wearing the shirt tie. Oh. <laughs> like, I know that's a lot of like benefits where everyone wants to be like, oh my god, I get to be connected to Google, right? But it's definitely not easy. It's very not easy. <laughs> so um, it's a, it's a, I think it's a, it's open every year. I don't actually remember the specific time where it's open, but you have to submit a lot of things, right? You have to fill a lot of forms, and then you have a lot, a lot of criteria, right? Um, I think a, a common misconception of uh, DSE lead is that if you want to be a DSE lead, you have to be very good technically. I mean, that's mm-hmm. no, right? Being very good at technical stuff, it's good. It help you boost your resume, right? If you take part in a lot of hackathons, a lot of um, competitions, coding competitions, you write your own tech blog and all that kind of stuff. It all helps. It definitely helps a lot. But more importantly, you need to also have the soft skills, right? If you're the kind of person who can make a website in two minutes or two hours, but you can't talk to people, you are still not. I don't think you're. I, I don't think it's like a quality that. Uh, a DSC lead should have lah. I mean, because since we're leading a club or leading a community, right? You, you, you should be good at, I mean, decently good at technical stuff, but also mm-hmm. at the same time, be good at managing a community, talking to people, leading people, 
running events, things like this. Personally, I'm not a very strong technical person. I mean, I have the basics. Don't say I'm, I'm average at best, right? Like, I know all the things that UTP taught us, you know, and I have decently strong logical skills. Things like, I mean, I can do coding, I can write program, right? But I'm not like the type that's good enough to do projects for example, right? So like, uh, I think if you want to sign up, go ahead, go ahead. Uh, the process is quite long. There's interviews, there's a lot of, you have to take a video of yourself. You have to fill a lot of forms. You have to show, you have to have a decently good LinkedIn portfolio. You have to do quick labs, things like that, right? I mean, if you start doing all this and building all this necessary requirement by from now you should be able to be a good a good candidate uh, candidate by by them so yeah i mean how things to do but it's definitely worth it like yeah at least that's how it is for me la. i'm for me it was quite easy because Daffy was guiding me since you know he, he's done it before right but since Daffy is like the one that kind of started this book right the first dsc of utp is from rock how did you do it? How did you do it? Yeah. Uh, okay, so um, guys, make sure to acknowledge what Alex said first, all right? Before I start my thing, acknowledge what Alex said. All right. <laughs> um, so, like, um, during my time itself, uh, I actually have my own portfolio of the projects and things that I've done. I may not have written blogs, but I have been working on other projects, freelancing projects that allows me to work on my portfolio and at the same time working on my skill set. So um, during my time itself, when I've done that, then I saw an opportunity to apply for DSC because I saw this DSC and I didn't know it existed. Um, because I mean, I saw it on website, I think on Facebook or LinkedIn, either one. So um, I applied for it and obviously uh, to apply for it, you like what Alex said, you need a form and you need a particular form and obviously you need to show uh, your contribution, like what have you done or what your contribution towards just uh, being an IT student, all right? Like what are the things that you have done? So it doesn't really mainly focuses on projects, but it can also basically go towards blogs. Um, it can also go beyond that, where means you have been helping other people with some uh, a small little project, or maybe you're trying to basically help someone with the UI UX. All of this basically contributes towards building up a portfolio. And obviously, um, to 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 apply and to get accepted was really a privilege because I thought I'm going to be rejected. Honestly speaking, I didn't had any expectations of being accepted um, because the the way that the, the the, uh, every year it becomes much more difficult due to the number of people applying and also how good you are at. So maybe in a university you can have a lot of people be part of it, but at the same time you don't have to be super technical, which is the reason why I said to acknowledge what Alex said. Because ah, okay. if you are a person where you're a community-based person, like for example you help the community out and at the same time bring people together to learn together all that kind of stuff, that is also good. That is also good. At the end of the day, you don't justify yourself whether you be accepted. Google will tell you whether you accepted or not. The, the team will choose for you. So, like, if you if you see the difference between me and Alex, I'm a technical person. I may not be a hardcore person, but I am a technical person compared to Alex. Alex is super mm-hmm. based, social based, which is the outside of him, and which is the reason. Like, even though the difference, you can see the reason why he got. I mean, he still got accepted as being a DSC mm-hmm. for this company. So, uh, this just shows, and for those people who want to apply for it, you don't have to be worried about the fact that you don't have this, you don't have that. Don't rush within one day just to do all those things, just mm-hmm. show them you've done this. Just take it easy, just be honest, and then just fill up for the form and show what you have done before. Um, at the end of the day, if you manage to get it, awesome, you know? Just, um, after the form, after after that process, you have the interview process where someone will interview you and will ask you questions. And obviously, the way that you share is will will justify, including what you have submitted before that, will justify whether you are accepted or not. Um, 
for, for those who wish, I mean, there's no limits to, to who can or who cannot. It doesn't matter also from which uh, cause you're in. So you can just basically apply for it. And then um, just remember the main goal is to help students in uh, UTP to, to understand the practical part of, uh, of, of IT in general. Because at the end of the day, uh, we, I mean, as uh, being part of a DSC, I mean, applying for a DSC lead will allow you to bring all the Google resources to UTP and to enhance Google, I mean, students' knowledge on those type of uh, programs or tools out there. So, yeah, I mean, that's basically it. Yeah. All right. Okay. So what I get is, um, it doesn't matter what course you are in, right? You can be um, from technology course or non-technology course, but you can still be the DSC lead, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like right. uh, one of the one of the DSC from I don't I forgot which university. Like he's actually taking sports science, which is like totally unrelated, right? So I mean, like this is a prime example, uh, Like it doesn't have to be like you have to be technical. You don't you don't have to be like IT. You know, as long as you're passionate about it and you want to like help Learning. IT students or yeah. in the IT field, you know, it's fine. Yeah. All right, that's a very useful, Alex and Duffy. Thank you so much. But before we end our very first episode here, I would like to jump into the Q and A session where we have received a quite few questions that I want you guys to answer. So the first question would be: um, Is there any possibility for Google to conduct any official event in UTP? Uh, uh, mm, so, so answer no. Like they won't uh, really make any official event in UTP. But what we can do as DSC is we can maybe invite people from Google to take part in it. For example, one of our podcasts in the future will be from will be with the community manager of Google Developers, right? Mm-hmm. So maybe hopefully we get other people from Google, right? Uh, so I mean, like they won't actually like come to UTP and be like, hey, we're going to do an event here, right? Mm-hmm. But then, um, we can do that by inviting them, you know, asking them, you know, to join our podcast or like give a talk or mm-hmm. give a workshop. Yeah. Yeah, I understand. All right, the next question would be, what are the future plans or events from DSC? <clears throat> well, <laughs> another question for me, I guess. So, First of all, we have this podcast series, right? Uh, this podcast series will most likely be monthly or every three weeks. I mean, every three weeks is the idea, but it's kind of like monthly in this way, right? Uh, other than that, we have workshops. Workshops will be focused on teaching things, specifically things that you won't learn in UTP syllabus. So we have a technical development team where their focus right now is they have to learn something. I, give them, I basically told them, you have one semester to learn something. And then at the end of the semester, you have to teach it. Right? That's your one job. Right? Uh, you have to, uh, that's, that's what I'm we're doing. Right? So that's at uh, the workshops, right? That I told them, okay, you don't don't teach something that everyone can learn from class. You know? people, people won't yeah. come. I really learned this in class. Why would I come here? Right? So like, uh, yeah, I mean, other than that, we have, uh, we plan to have hackathons. Hackathons are basically coding competitions, quick coding competitions. For example, right? Maybe the title of a hackathon, one of the hackathons could be like, oh, make a website in 24 hours. Best website. Wow. Okay. An example. Right? Oh, okay. Uh, we give you a data set, like, find out about this, right? And you have 24 hours, whatever, right? And mm-hmm. whoever did it the best wins. Of course, we have judges for that, you know. Maybe not me, you know, maybe someone from UTP or from CIS department or any outsiders. Maybe we can invite them or so on. So, as of now, we have mainly these three things. But of course, there's also like other ad hoc events, you know, maybe you can collaborate with CIS of UTP, you know, or other other clubs maybe even to do events. But so far, the planned ones are these three, these three, yeah. 
Alright, um, I kind of agree with uh, Alex's idea on the workshop thing because yes, we, uh, we don't want to learn the thing that we already learned in class. So yeah, I think it's a very great idea to you know teach the people out there on the other things other than in class. You know because as we can see in TikTok or Instagram, there is account that this thing. You know, so yeah, I think it's a very great idea. And the next question we have here is from Hongjian. He asked that how the SUTP can help this UTP students, like from which aspect? Okay, Daphne, you take this one. Oh, why? Okay, sure. I'm the last two. <laughs> uh, fair enough. Okay, so um, actually that's a very good question, Hongjian, but uh, let's just break it down to certain points. Um, in in the SCTP will actually bring a lot of resources that will allow you to actually understand how different tools work. For example, uh, imagine that you're doing a final year project and you need to basically build a simple application. An application that requires uh, you to design your own UI, user interface, and you have to basically, basically connect it to your backend, which is a database, right? And you want the fastest way to do uh, to connect with the backend and all that. But you don't have that knowledge to do it. You tried to YouTube, you still couldn't understand. And you want basically someone to help you out, like do the virtual or face-to-face -face for you to understand. So that is basically how awesome DSC is, because DSC allows that to happen. Imagine basically, I'm pretty much sure you heard of Firebase, which is one of the database by Google. Imagine basically DSC, uh, giving a simple basics or uh, introduction about Firebase. With that knowledge yourself, you're able to know how to connect with your application. And the best part is that DSC UTP is a platform where if let's say you need help in your application, like for example, you do not know how to do a simple thing because of problem and all that, the community is big. It may not basically be focused mainly on DSC UTP, but it can go beyond that in a sense of, let's say for example, Alex wants to basically ask someone else from another chapter to uh, to bring and to uh, to to, to uh, mentor you or to talk to you on how to basically solve these issues. That's the this is that's the best thing about DSC. Technically, DSC is technically a network. It's a network of chapters in Malaysia where you can easily seek for help if needed. Because I'm pretty much sure that a lot of technical people also are there at the universities. So nothing stops you. And and just because uh and, and just to let you know that. DSC is this platform where you should ask. Ask if you need something or basically voice out if you need help or something. Eventually, the core team will help you out in the things that you that can help the students in general to understand more. Because um, as far as I know, when I was part of the DSC chapter, I understand that we didn't really have a lot of events, but we did have a lot of virtual workshops and all that. Um, a lot of things have been uh, shared and uh, a lot of students actually acknowledge what has been shared because they didn't know they can actually build an application using their own laptop. Like example, the, the knowledge of the fact that you need a high-end laptop to build an application when in, in fact you just need a minimum specs to actually build an application. So all of these small little things actually makes someone to actually gain more knowledge and help others and other generations as time goes by. So. I hope that answers your question. But if I if that did not, you can easily basically chat in the uh, WhatsApp group, like the <laughs> members group, and ask if, and ask any ask, ask questions over there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Okay, so maybe Alex, you want to add anything on that? Yeah. I mean, uh, what Daphne said was probably was basically everything. Well, it's, it's it it is mainly like uh, <laughs> hi Kelvin, but it is mainly like um. Put it this way, it's like a platform where you can learn from each other. Where if you need help, you can get help from, from us, right? Or if you if you join our events, I'm sure you'll learn a lot of things. You'll learn a lot of things that, like I said, you won't learn in probably the normal syllabus, right? We teach you about Firebase, for example. We have actually have a Firebase event coming up. And then you also have like different competitions coming up, maybe such as solution, Global Solution Challenge. Uh, and a lot of other things like other events where you can learn you know, mainly it's a place for you to learn and grow technically wise socially wise you know just that's mainly how it is for us that's what we're trying to do yeah 
Alright, that's great, that's great. Okay, so here James Wong said that a uh, hire Lex and Duffy. I wonder how we can use Google service to contribute to our community. Yeah, maybe you guys want to answer that one. <laughs> Alex, do you want to answer that? No, you can answer this. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. So, um, Google services, and I'm going to be assuming that you're talking about like uh, cloud computing or uh, using database like Firebase or maybe even using Google Maps and all that. Now, how does it, how does it contribute to our community? Now, example, as I mentioned, it's, it's the same example that I used just now for your final year project. Or maybe an example that you want to basically develop an app tracking or bus tracking application where you can track the bus's location from time to time because we don't have a really proper application that tracks buses. So with basically Maps API provided by Google itself, you can easily basically work on an application because you know how buses near... Now, I'm not talking about referring to UTP buses, but other buses that goes out like out, out, like to other places, you don't really know the timing and all that. So what if basically we can come with something that helps the buses and UTP is to know what time to what time will the bus come to this uh, to UTP and go on and all that kind of stuff. So you can actually develop a simple application where you can use Maps API services, which actually helps the community. You know, like you're helping people to use this application. And this is just one example. Um, if you, you can actually go big, you can go big in terms of how. Um, what do you call it? How you want to basically use Google services to help the community? And there's so many things. Like for example, let's say if, uh, let's say you have like a lot of data sets you have collected from students. Okay, in regards to maybe about um, COVID, or maybe in regards to people who have uh, who have access to people so that we know who basically is. Uh, got in contact with the person who has COVID or not. You can easily basically put this in Google Cloud Computing and they can process the data as fast to get whatever queries you want. And the best part, you can even do visualization, visualization too. So these services are like, right now you may see it as like, okay, this is just services and all that, but you basically will combine them together to actually make uh, your, your, your application that will help out the community because you only basically just use one service, you use multiple services to combine them together to make an application. Another scenario would be like, for example, Angular. Angular is a front end, uh, it's actually a web, it's a framework that's basically by Google. And I'm saying it's by Google. So it's based on JavaScript, but it's by Google. And the fact that you actually will be, that's actually by Google. So that's actually like one of the services, so-called services. It's not based services, it's a framework, you just use it. But you will be using uh, you will be using it to develop whatever application, web application you want, and combine it with Firebase as a database, and probably host it on Google, on Google's cloud service to run it. So a lot of services out there. Um, it's just a matter for you to explore and to uh, know which one would you want to use, and find a way of how to use it because every services have documentation. Those documentation will help you out to know what to do next. So it's you want it's not like how basically when it's not like back then during the 90s and 80s we don't have proper documentations and people have to do it from scratch so we are definitely grateful and uh lucky the fact that we have documentation aligned to help us build what we want to build yep that's basically my answer to that question and i really hope that answers the question james <laughs> all right uh alex do you want to add anything nope Okay, I guess uh, this will be the last uh, question for today, which is also from James. Um, he asked that, what is your opinion about the future IT community and its industry? Uh, IT community, uh, if you're talking about UTP, then I see great things, you know. If we continue to uh, do what DSC is trying to achieve and actually achieve it. I'm sure the UTP IT community in UTP will get only get better. You know? Maybe we'll get as big as one of those biggest uh, engineering faculties. For example, mechanical engineering, right? You know, mechanical engineering has IMAC, right? And that community is quite big, right? Yeah. So if we keep going and keep doing what our plan to do, I mean, like if we keep successfully achieving what we are, we are trying to do, I'm sure the community will get bigger and better, right? There's only we can only keep going up. Unless, you know, we don't do anything, then of course it's gonna die down, right? 
But if you're talking about the IT community in general and the industry, I feel like the industry will never stop going up. Look, look, okay, look at right now, right? COVID-19, right? Uh, I don't want to say that it's completely unaffected, but all these industries that's going out right now, airline industries, uh, food industry, you know, beverage industry, they're all affected, right? Like business are bad, you know, you can't take flights, you know, you, no, not much people are going out to eat you know, because of the pandemic, right? But the, comp- the the industry that doesn't get affected much is the IT company, because IT industry, because everything is online, right? You can do everything online. You have MST or you have other Zoom, you have all these kind of things, you know, or you have other, putting everything is done on a computer, right? And if you're talking to a computer, you don't have to talk to a person. And the computer can't give you COVID, right? And you can just spend all day at home in your office, in your room, coding, right? And the work will still be as the same as right now, as if there's no COVID right now. Because it doesn't affect you, right? Yeah. And what more better things are coming out of the IT industry every year, you know? The self-driving cars, Tesla, right? Tesla is even coming out with a bicycle for some reason, right? Yeah, uh, yeah. Know, right? Yeah, so crazy, man. <laughs> That's crazy. Well, are gonna come out, right? Eventually, there's gonna be a lot of technology, flying cars, even or watches that do specific things. You know, things like that. I mean, the industry will only keep going up because technology always improves. Right? Eventually, things will keep getting better and better. People will rely more and more on technology. I mean, unfortunately, but not not really. And people will keep relying more and more on technology. Right? And technology will always, I, I, I hope it will always make people's life easier. So, I mean, the IT community is very big. It's, it's more than what you know. What, no, it's more than what you see. You know, because a lot of people uh, who doesn't really have the experience or doesn't really know much, they probably think that, oh, if you're in IT, you're coding all the time. You see in front of a computer, you're coding. Right? Which is not true. There's a lot of things in IT that you can do. That's like developer relations, or where you talk to people, you advocate about technology. Right? Maybe you don't even code, right? But you can be in the IT industry doing something, right? You can just analyze data. You can analyze business data. You know, things like this. You know, a lot of these things are are not really what people think it is, and they belong in the IT industry also. As long as anything that does anything that does with IT, information technology, it's part of IT. You know? It's not just coding. Even if you don't like to code, you can also be big in the IT community. Right? I'm not good at coding. I would say like that. But you can also See. go big. You can, you can you can approach other things. There's a lot of other things you can do. So I mean, and who knows? Maybe you you're, you're chemical engineering now or you're civil engineering, and you graduate and you go into IT. Like my brother, my brother is studying civil engineering and suddenly now he's working in an IT job. So it's like, it's it's very big, it's gigantic, it's not as small as maybe a lot of people. It's how I see it. What about you then? Well, if you actually ask me, I would say um, I definitely agree with what you have said. Um, but to add on with that, uh, the future IT is gonna be big. It's gonna be big because IT is—it's not just focusing on just technical part. It's doing other stuff like automation and a lot of other things. Um, and one thing about IT is that that's the mo- that's the sector where you don't have to worry about. I would say because, um, like. You know how a lot of people are worried about oil and gas because everyone is going towards a, a renewable energy where we use solar and all that. So, yeah. yeah, but when it comes to IT, it's a different scenario. It's, there's so many sectors you can be in and you don't really have to worry about robots replacing us because robots will replace us, but in a certain extent, not to the point where it's fully going to replace us. Um, the fact that we are the creators of robots, so you can't be expecting robots to replace us. Um, that's the irony. But um, yeah, a lot of things um, in, in in the future itself, when it comes to IT, it's more you don't have to worry so much because there's a lot of things you can be part of, like how 
we I have a lot of friends of mine who are part of data like they are being a data analysis analysts or a data scientist and that's not being really towards technical but more towards how to I mean they do some programming and all that but it's not that hardcore it's more towards just applying models and understanding how to clean the data and all that or maybe even basically designing user interface and user experience because that's like the next thing a lot of websites we see nowadays has don't even have proper UI and I don't even know how to use it but um and the sector where you don't have to worry so much and also basically it's 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 more of like you if you know what you want in the IT sector then you don't have to worry because a lot of people have been trying to like do a lot of things I want I can do this I can do that I can do that but if you really ask them what's the specialty they don't really have a specialty because they have I mean expertise they don't really have an expertise because they're focusing on so many things that there's no single ex- like not, they're not good in one thing they're not really good in one thing that's one thing you can say that I can do this I can do that yes but are you really good in it that's the question so just work on your way through it if you really want to be part of I don't wish ever part you like to be and yeah um don't have to worry so much and even if you're a mechanical engineer background or any other engineering background all right don't worry so much because eventually you can actually easily be part of this platform and um learn different skill set and pick it up and build up your portfolio as you go along so there's nothing to worry about another reason to join DSC yes another <laughs> yeah basically <laughs> Yep. All right. Uh, thank you, Alex and Afi. But before we end, I just wanted to ask, where can we know more about DSC and get the latest update update on this club? Okay. Uh, we have a Facebook page and also an Instagram page, and we also just set up a YouTube. Our YouTube will basically be uploading our podcast episodes or any other events that we're doing. So if you want to watch our recordings or anything, you can go to YouTube. And of course, the podcast will also be live on YouTube. Uh, but most of our social media or our promotional materials or our next events will be on our Facebook and our Instagram. Right. So of course we also have a WhatsApp group. So you know, join our WhatsApp group. We're also setting up a Discord channel. Uh, we will maybe share the link in the near future. <laughs> Thanks, Kelvin. Uh, so yeah, follow our Instagram, follow our Facebook, and yeah. That's how you can. Yeah. Okay. So E at BSC UTP, right? Yep. Okay. All right. Thank you. I think this is the end for our first episode uh, today. Thank you so much, Alex and Ruby, for a very great session with both of you. I had fun, and I guess uh, we all gained so much information about DSC. So, guys, thank you so much uh, for listening until the end. See you on the next episode on Another Day, Another Podcast with. Thank you. Bye. 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 See you next time.